1: Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Bass Fishing for Noobs here on the Paddle and Fin Podcast. I'm your host, Sean.
2: And I'm Susie Q.
1: Welcome back, everyone. Uh, tonight, Susie and I are just going to talk a little bit about uh, how our seasons have gone so far. Um, talk about the uh, kind of techniques and stuff that have been working for us. And uh, figure we could talk about some of the other kind of strange things that we are see- we're seeing. Uh, we were just talking a little bit uh, before the show about uh, I know in my area just last week, um, I caught a fish with, uh, a tail, a bloody tail that pretty much looked like she was fan in the bed. And it really surprised me because I figured that would have been long done in my area by now. And, uh, it seemed like, uh, in our, uh, the pal and fin host chat that, uh, kind of a consensus across the board that a lot of folks, especially, uh, north of me, uh, we're also seeing that same thing or seeing bedding fish or, or, you know, at least post-spawn, whereas I would have thought that was, you know, pretty much done. So it really surprised me this week about that.
2: Yeah. It's, uh, it's definitely been a weird May for sure. Um, yeah, I, you had posted in the chat, you know, about the bloody tail. Uh, I was judging a tournament, uh, today that was kind of in, um, kind of uh, the northeast part of the country, which, you know, it kind of makes sense that uh, they would still kind of be bedding this time of year. But um, I know uh, Brad Hicks, who's uh, in Ohio, you know, had found uh, some bedding fish. And uh, kind of in my area, I almost think that we still had some stragglers uh, who were, you know, kind of late spawning uh, this time of year when I was on my home waters um, this past weekend. And, uh, you know, we have a flu moon coming out uh, actually today. And, uh, you know, I was, you know, looking at, you know, the past weather trends and looking at how April was and how May was, you know. And I was just like, man, it just it's felt like a weird like last couple of months, like weather wise, you know. Mm -hmm. just Yeah, it just. And when I was out this past weekend, which I'll kind of dive into a little bit as well. Not only have I noticed, again, you know, how we're in quite a bit of a drought. I mean, we need rain real bad. We're like almost two foot below normal for one thing. And just the the typical patterns that I'm usually at this time of year just were not there. And even the vegetation seemed to be a little delayed.
1: I noticed that too, for sure.
2: Yeah. But- and so it, it it always amazes me, you know, when you go out similar times of year, and there's always something different, whether it be, you know, the way the vegetation is coming in, the the way the bite has changed, you know, what um, what stage of the spawn they're in, or if they're coming out of, you know, all these different things. It just it's it's always crazy when you pay attention to some of those details, and not only is it helping you kind of learn about these different things and keying in on some of these different things, learning these little tips and tricks uh, to kind of help you learn more as an angler, but just kind of paying attention to some of these key things to kind of help you build your uh, knowledge uh, to help, you know, get more successful out on the water as well. But it also can be more frustrating as well, (laughs) you know, Um, which is, you know, a little bit more what we'll dive into as well. But, um, you know, I know uh, the guys on the reel down are going to be talking about this, um, but uh, we're actually recording on a Saturday, but uh, today is day one of uh, the Possum Kingdom uh, Bassmaster Holy crap. <laughs> I really wanted to go to that. Like I had planned on going. To- I
1: thought I remembered you saying you were going to go yeah, to that. Yeah,
2: I, I had it planned. I had an Airbnb booked, all the works and everything. But I, I had some personal things come up and whatnot. And I just I couldn't quite pull the trigger, you know, expenses and all that other stuff. I was I was pretty bummed. And whatnot. And then I saw like how many people had signed up. There's 130 anglers that had signed up for that. And I was like, Holy cow. That's uh, that's quite a few. Yeah. And, uh, right off the get go, I think like within the first two hours, I want to say there was like one person who had already put up, um, what was it like? 106 inches. Holy cow. Yeah. And so we're, at the end of day one already, first place has 109 and three-quarter inches.
1: That is crazy.
2: That just blows my mind. And his biggest fish is 24 inches.
1: Oh, my gosh.
2: But I don't think that's the biggest fish. I want to say that I saw something bigger than that earlier. That- uh Let's see. if There's a 24 and three-quarter. There's, I swear, I saw something bigger than that.
1: And how have you fished Possum Kingdom before or is this going to be?
2: I have not. It is definitely on my bucket list. Okay. Like, just because of this simple <laughs> fact. I mean, <laughs> yeah. you see the numbers coming out of this place. I mean, like I'm scrolling down and I see 20, 20, 22, 23, 24, and all right. these just gigantic <laughs> bass. That's awesome. On at this place. I'm just like, oh my god. Like my PB would probably be shattered like over and over again. It just it's unreal. So yeah, it looks like the big fish of day one is a 24 and three quarter.
1: I can't even imagine.
2: <laughs> this thing is a behemoth. Like it's it's on a 26 inch catchboard and like it's <laughs> Let me see if I could share my screen on this thing. It's, oh my god, this thing is insane. Let me see if I can bring this up, yeah.
1: <laughs> oh my, look at that.
2: Look at this! It, it's like, it's fatter than the board. It's almost as long as the board. Look at the eyeballs on that thing. Like, I yeah. can't even...
1: Well, look, the identifier seems like tiny.
2: It, it looks any bigger in the guy's hand. I mean, I can't even... <laughs> Oh wow. my god, that's oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's that's wild.
1: That's crazy, yeah.
2: That's that's wild. But yeah, day one uh first place has 109 and three quarters. Wow. 109 and three quarters.
1: That is, uh, that's crazy. I mean, what are his other fish? They gotta be mostly all over 20. Yeah, well, his big fish all is over 20.
2: 24, and his smallest fish is 20 and three quarters. Yeah. I, oh. that, that's just, <laughs> it's unreal. Yeah, I mean, that's a 20, hold on, wait, did I do that math right? I was like, what is that average? I divide that by five, it's 21.95 average.
1: Yeah, well, his his smallest Jeez. fish is my PB, you know? Really? And that, right, and it makes you wonder how many other fish he caught, you know.
2: Yeah. Yeah, uh so he submitted a total of 7 fish.
1: Okay. For the day. Holy crap.
2: There were 653 fish submitted for day 1 at Possum Kingdom.
1: That is crazy. Yeah.
2: Th- this fishery is like known for its fish. I mean, like the top the top 19 people have 90-plus inches.
1: And that's, like, my best day ever.
2: Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. 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 That, that That's Possum Kingdom in a nutshell. I mean, it... Jesus. Second place has 105 and a half. Jeez. Yeah. That's just insane. That
1: is crazy. It'll be interesting to see wow. if that keeps up for day two. Like, if it produces yeah. two days' worth of hundred five plus bags yeah over 200 bags. inches yeah
2: that's j- inches. Yeah.
1: That's, <laughs> that's just like
2: mind-blowing like up here in you know in the northeast like those numbers are unfathomable to us mm-hmm. yeah it, it it's like a, a fairy tale like th- those numbers are like a dream to us those those look like yeah yeah
1: <laughs> Well, it sounds like a very well-managed fishery then, I guess, because holy cow. Oh, yeah. to, to I mean, put, it's Texas. A, <laughs> you
2: know?
1: Yeah, exactly. No, I was just going to say that. I mean, it's yeah. Florida, it's Texas, it's the Delta <laughs> in California. Yeah, I don't oh, know. That's
2: God. that's insane. Oh my gosh, yeah. But yeah, anyway, yeah, I had it on my list. I really wanted to go. Just, yep, things didn't pan out. But, you know, it's kind of, I guess it's a good thing I didn't go, because if you guys can't tell, I'm fighting the you know whatever the head plague it is that's been going around the last couple of weeks and whatnot and uh fellow co-workers have been fighting it too and whatnot so i'm hopefully on the tail end of that so that hasn't been fun but it's been uh yeah not so fun dealing with it at work and trying to talk and all that other fun stuff so yeah anyway so yeah yeah, well Well, speaking
1: uh, of (laughs) filling up catch boards you know Put some pretty nice pictures uh, from stuff I've seen, so.
2: Yeah, so um, I'll kind of talk about that a little bit here. So uh, I'll kind of start back a little bit uh, earlier, talk about uh, the kickoff of my tournament season. So mine kind of officially started uh, the first weekend in May. I had my first uh, tournament on uh, Newton Lake uh, first weekend in May. And then I had another tournament. Uh, It was about the third weekend in May as well. I was up in uh, Rock Lake, uh, Wisconsin. Interesting lake, I will say. It's like it was a clear water lake, but you could also go to this other part of the lake where it was like a completely different world Hmm. super shallow, lots of weeds, muddy. And whatnot, then you go to this other part super clear, deep so it's just like, wait, where am I? <laughs> and there was this part of the lake where it was like a triangle and like you literally look at the map and they called it the pyramids hmm. and so like there's all this superstition around the <laughs> lake that like there was these aliens and whatnot, <laughs> oh yeah it was, it, there was actually like some interesting backstory to all this part of the lake, it was, it was kind of cool and weird at the same time
1: All right, um, yeah. so
2: yeah um so anyway um speaking of weird weather so i was talking to uh, some of the local guys when i was pre-fishing the day before and um it was actually uh, interesting because uh prior to they had uh some warm weather uh, uh about a week prior and then a cold front had come through and kind of the necked- Uh, Knocked the temperatures down. Well, when that weather was in that warming trend, the fish had all moved up shallow and were, you know, on beds and everything. You know, fish were staging up, moving on beds, already on beds, all that other fun stuff. And as soon as that cold front came in, the fish that were already on beds and whatnot, most of them had kind of stayed around. But a lot of the other ones, it had already pushed them off. And so <clears throat> when we were pre-fishing, I could see tons of beds. Nobody was home. Hmm. It was really interesting. And so pre-fishing, I fished a lot of docks. And uh, there were some kind of like tall reeds and stuff like that. And I, I could find a lot of fish, but they weren't very big. <laughs> the biggest I could find was maybe like 14, 15 inches. You know, I couldn't find anything big. And uh It was really interesting uh, because pre-fishing day, the high was, I think, maybe got up to like 70. It was kind of chilly, though. Um, The day before, it was just a little bit chillier, but it was kind of on that slow warming trend. And then the day of the tournament, it did start getting warmer. And I I wish... This is the, the crazy thing about fishing and what it really means to... You know be a skilled angler and to really pay attention because like it, it just goes to show like how much i still have to learn and how much you know it really takes to just you know pay attention to like little details and, and even then like i still may not have even caught on to this so a lot of people had caught you know a bunch of small fish that day mm-hmm. but the winning bag was like high 80s and then the average was like 70s right okay and so what had happened was the guy who won he he had experienced the same thing you know he pre-fished didn't see much you know saw empty beds same thing on uh tournament day he said that he started seeing the fish coming up to get back on the beds about midday on tournament day which is really interesting because it was the kind of that second trend of that warming day because they had been pushed off from that cold front that had come through the uh, you know few days prior and i was like you know i never even would have thought of that <laughs> <laughs> you know yeah just because you know like the when it comes to the spawn that that is such a such a very um like an unknown thing for me still. You know, especially in my area, when it comes to like muddy waters and stuff like that, it's really hard to to sight fish too. You know, clear water, it's a whole different story, but if I wanted to go clear water fishing, I need to go hours away to go clear water bed fishing gotcha you know around here you know it, it's a lot of muddy muddy water fishing so i've either gotta you know look for muddy swirls or, or something like that something really specific to try to look for bed fishing or just get really lucky or something like that but um you know it, it just bed fishing for me is just it's it's not my it's definitely not my strength it's a big weakness so it's Be knowledgeable in it, knowing how to think about it, work around it or anything like that, just, it's, it's not my thing. So, you know, for, you know, the winner to really figure it out, you know, that, that was definitely, you know, in, in his, you know, definitely in his strength to figure it out. And the other cool thing about it was um, and he had figured this out either like the year prior or two years ago is um, the key to it was, was a certain color of a uh, a cut-off um, uh like a Cinco. And so it was actually like a bubblegum colored and he'd put oh. it on the end of a drop shot and he'd bounce it around in their bed. He said no other color would work except hmm. for this bubblegum color, but it had to be a certain length because any other length, they just you would bite just the tip of it, but they wouldn't like hang on to it enough to be able to get the hook set to it and so he figured out the length of it just you know over the couple of years at you know the experience of bed fishing and whatnot he finally got it nailed down and you know hearing these stories and hearing how he's over the couple of years been able to trial and error that you know he's been able to figure that out and he he said that he sat in this one area and he said his graph was all blacked out from his lines because he just sat in this one area fishing all these beds because they had just moved up to this one spot and then that's all he did all day, which was just one area yeah and I mean more power to him because he figured it out that way. yeah, which was pretty awesome
1: it makes uh, me it makes me wonder though, like I wonder how that affects the spawn though like if if some fish were <laughs> up on beds and then it got real cold and they moved off. Does that mean that it just kind of delays theirs or that that they'll just skip it you know like what does
2: right. it do I mean you know I don't think that I'm curious about that too you know because when it comes to rivers I know that when rivers will flood and whatnot yeah like I'm pretty sure like if it just stays flooding, for weeks and weeks, I'm pretty sure the fish just won't spawn. Right. Yeah.
1: And I, I think that they've said that on the Susquehanna too, either, either they do, they try and spawn and the, the eggs just get blown away.
2: Just washed away. Yeah. Right. Or,
1: or they just, I don't know if they don't, or I just they know just that it usually means or, yeah. that the, that, that year of fish is going to be not as
2: good. Not as good. Because, right. Yeah. Yeah. But I do know, um, there are, uh, the power plant lakes here. Um, I do know at least the one down south, they have been known uh, where the fish will have a second spawn. Yeah. So I have found that to be pretty interesting as well.
1: Right. Right. And that, that's what I, I almost wondered with the one that I found, whether maybe that was something going on because it it got hot and there got warm and then got cold again and then was starting to warm up again. So I was like, maybe maybe that's what's happening.
2: Did but. it. Did, yeah. Did it trigger like another spawn or something like that? You know, I mean, yeah. Who knows? Like we definitely need to get some more um, like fish biologists on here to talk oh, to yeah. them and talk fish science on here about some of this stuff you know i definitely want to pick their brains on a lot of this stuff be like tell me the science behind this you know and it's- well
1: that's definitely something i can can look at because you know i i've talked to a few of them now but uh it definitely you know there's more out there and uh so um who was it that i was just talking to that mentioned uh, a biologist to reach out i have to look back at my notes one of our last Oh, yeah.
2: I think uh, Scylla had a a contact uh, for us uh, that she was going to send to us. And I think she did. i just got to go back through my text to see um, who that was and whatnot. But uh, but yeah, anyway. (laughs) um, Yeah. So anyway, let's see here. Backtracking a little bit here. (laughs) (laughs) That always happens, you know. Yep. But um, anyway, so... um, so yeah, Rock Lake, it uh, it went okay. You know, I mean, I got my, M, my bleh, I got my limit pretty easily, but you know, it wasn't a uh, spectacular limit per, uh, to say none of the least. But uh, my uh, my next tournament is actually going to be coming up next week at uh, San Chris Lake, which actually is uh, one of the uh, closer tournaments to home. It's only like an hour and ten minutes away, which is pretty nice. Um, but uh, I actually did uh, some fun fishing last weekend, which was uh, Memorial Day weekend. And uh, I've been looking forward to it. And uh, there's a, um, a a wildlife preserve, uh, in a sense that they call it. It's called uh, Imaquan. <clears throat> and uh, it used to be this really phenomenal uh, area that uh, you could go to. I mean, you still can go to. Um, They don't allow um, motors there. You can't even have a motor on your boat when you go out to this place. And uh, you used to be able to go to uh, just about any section of water there. And if you found like a, like an open patch in the moss and weeds, you'd be able to pull out, you know, 40, 50 fish, no problem. And I mean, they'd be, Anywhere from like, you know, 16, 17, 18, 19 inch fish, just no problem. Just knocking them out there. Oh, my God. It, it was the most amazing place ever. <clears throat> and uh, then they had to uh, drain a good majority of it. Uh, they had to fix um, a levee and do something else with it. And unfortunately, with that, um, they did unfortunately have a lot of fish kill with that. And uh, with that as well, a lot of the um, uh, plant life uh, seemed to have died. And I'm actually quite surprised that a lot of it has not come back with that. Hmm. Um, Yeah. So there used to be some areas out there that would have, like, tall reeds and, like, -like, cattail-like vegetation out there. And uh, that would be key to where, like, fish would kind of stack up and hang out at and uh when i went out there um that past saturday um i I couldn't find any at all and that was usually like my key like points to where i would go Mm -hmm. but like i also started thinking i was like well the way the weird weather has been whatnot i was also thinking i was like i wonder if maybe they just hadn't come up yet but i was looking back on my fish finder my areas you know that i would you know be at and like i just i couldn't find any sign of them at all Mm. and like i wasn't even marking any fish or anything either and so like i just got really worried i was like man i i just i I was throwing a bunch of different stuff you know trying to get stuff to hit i just i i don't know i just i couldn't find much of anything and so i just i got i i screwed it out of there i was like all right well I'm going to try to go to Banner and see if I can make something work out there. <laughs> Went to uh, one part of uh, Banner and uh, got out there about probably about 10 o'clock or so. And uh, got out there. And uh, about the first half hour, I got one fish. It was about uh, 18 or something like that. And then the rest of the day, I didn't have the single bite. <laughs> It was uh, it was a rough day. I mean, I did get one fish at Emmaquan, and it was a bowfin. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, it, it, it was okay. And then um, I got held up in a little bush, and I broke uh, I broke the top end of a rod off. So it was a bit of a it was a bit of a struggle of a day. I admit I was kind of pouty. I wasn't in a very good mindset <laughs> after that day. Uh, came home. I got all re rigged up and whatnot, you know, and I was like, all right, well, I guess I'll go out on Sunday and see if I can, you know, figure anything else out. And uh, Sunday morning, I set my alarm for about five. I wasn't going to get up quite as early. And I hit the snooze button once, you know, and (laughs) went off again, you know, and Adam's nudging me, you know, and I'm just like, I don't know if I want to go (laughs) out. (laughs) And he was like, you know, just go out there. Even if you have a shitty day again, it's still fishing. And I'm just like, "Eh." (laughs) yeah, you know, I I was, I was super pouty. I was super grumbly. And I was just like, man, I don't feel like doing anything or whatnot, you know? And he was just like, just go. You already got everything packed up anyway. And I was just like, fine. (laughs) 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 So. I get out there, you know, and I'm exploring around, and I mean, like, it was it was almost dead calm when I got out there, and I was a little worried, too, about that, because, like, I don't really like fishing when it's dead calm, but then also I was just like, well, it's, you know, it should be, like, hopefully post-spawn, so, like, I figure maybe they should want, you know, like, reactive baits and stuff like that, so I started throwing the chatterbait, I started, you know, throwing frog and stuff like that. I mean, nothing. And I was just like, what the hell is going on? You know, I, I, I started going through that whole, you know, mental game of everything. I was just like, okay, what is going on here? Like, I know it's dead calm, you know, so then I started slowing down a little bit. I started throwing the wacky rig. I started throwing a Texas rig and whatnot. Even then, you know, stuff wasn't really happening.
0: So then I really
2: started getting frustrated. I was like, okay. Calm down. It's not the end of the world. But seriously, what is going? On? <laughs> I was just like, what? I I don't understand because, like, you know, there's a lot of like vegetation and like um there's like a lot of like I call it like scum moss and stuff like that that'll kind of come. Oh up. yeah. There the main weeds and stuff like that. That stuff hadn't quite come up yet. I could kind of see it coming up, but it it. it It was about halfway there. That stuff hadn't quite reached it yet. So I knew that it wasn't quite ready for like a a full on jackhammer bite yet. Because usually when that stuff will get to a certain point, that's usually like my my go-to when I know when that should be ready for a jackhammer bite. But then again, I don't know anymore. It's just like you never know (laughs) what's gonna happen. And so I was like, okay. Well, I think I just need to find uh, some structure. So there's one good area I know that has a lot of um, stumps and whatnot. Uh, It's kind of like a shallower area. And so I was like, all right, well, you know, I'll just go to this one area. I know it's just like one secluded area. It's kind of like a a flat in a sense, but it does have some deeper holes to it. And uh, I'll just uh, do some flip and pitching right up next to the wood areas and uh, see what I can get. And, uh, you know, started flipping and pitching. And sure enough, you know, after I got, uh, you know, up to this first one, you know, boom. You know, I got uh, the first one. It was, uh, I think, like, a 17 or something like that. I was like, okay, all right, you know, got something, <laughs> you know, finally. Yeah.
1: Getting something on the board helps yeah. me a lot.
2: Yeah. yeah. I was like, okay. You know, it, it it was it was just one, you know, and it was probably – probably like 9 45 or something like that. So, you know, I, I still wasn't exactly, you know, convinced or, you know, quite brought back up, you know, I was still, you know, kind of in that mindset and whatnot, you know, and I was like, okay, well, okay. I was like, they, they they're around the wood. So at least, you know, I got that going for me. So then I was just flipping and pitching all around the wood and whatnot. And then I was like, okay, do they want it uh, as it's just sinking, do they want it, you know, popping up and whatnot? So that I had to figure that out. And so all it really was is just, I just had to flip it right next to that piece of wood. They just wanted it on that initial fall. And hmm. that's, that's the only time that they would hit it was just on that first initial fall. And so I would just go around and find every piece of wood that I could find and just flip it on there. And, um, it wouldn't be on every piece of one. Um, but, uh, sure enough, you know, I'd pick, you know, uh, one here, there, and uh, there's this, uh, I think it was like an 18 and a half I picked up, and man, when I got that one, I mean, it's belly, it had a super fat belly, and uh, I was pulling the hook out of it, and I noticed in it's belly, it had a tail sticking out of its gullet, and I was like, okay, okay, so you guys are hungry for stuff, you just don't want moving stuff right now, but maybe you did at some mm-hmm. point. Or something like that. So, like, I was trying to think of, like, what was going on. Because, I mean, obviously, it was, you know, at some point, either chasing or ambushing or something like that. Because I was like, well, either ate a shad or a bluegill. Mm -hmm. Because, like, those are usually the primary baits in them. So, I was like, okay, if they're hanging around the wood, then maybe they're just waiting to ambush something. So, then maybe that would make sense why they were... Um, you know, going after the drop and after I was fishing in the wood. So then that's just what I continued to do. And uh, it was a little slow going, but, you know, I was like, well, I I got time to kill. So, you know, that's kind of all I did. And I just kind of worked my way around. And, uh, you know, I, I, I was finally getting in better spirits, you know, and just it was around 1130 or so. I just I kind of got this feeling. You know, and I was just like, you know, I'm, I'm going to get a big one. I know I am. It's just like I It's just like I knew I was. I didn't know where. I knew it was going to be like in the area that I was. I was just like, I, I know I'm going to get a big one. It's going to be around here. It's just, it's going to happen. Like, I, I know it. And I'm flipping around this area, and there was kind of like a, a long log kind of uh, arched a little bit in the water and I like flipped right in the middle of it and it was like maybe two seconds as it was sinking in the water and it was just thunk and I mean that thing like hit that like like a freight train and I mean like I set the hook on it and I mean like I felt that thing take off and then I could kind of see it and it kind of made its head come out of the water I was like oh yeah
0: that's
2: <laughs> a good one I got her in the net, and I was just like, oh, oh yeah, that's that's the keeper. And then uh, if you guys follow me on Facebook or Instagram, I had posted uh, the videos uh, that I made after, uh, after I caught her, but uh, it was a good 20 and a half and a uh, 5.3 pound uh, largey. It was a beaut. It was a beaut.
1: I got to start uh, bringing a scale with me I, I still have, no, I don't have a scale on my kayak. I have, you know, my catchboard obviously, but <laughs> I, I don't get weights. And that's one thing, uh, you know, I have a couple of guys who are bass boat guys, friends of mine. And they always ask me when I tell them the length, they're like, Oh, but how much did it weigh? I'm like, oh, <laughs> I don't know. Right. So
2: Yeah. I didn't, I didn't always used to bring a scale with me, you know, and I would have people ask me the same thing. Well, how much did it weigh? And I'm like, I don't know but I just know how long, it, how long it was, you know? And so like, I just, yeah, I just have a, a bass per one, you know, and I don't really know like if it really truly is accurate, but I think it is. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah.
1: <laughs> cool. Well, I, uh, I was curious about that. Cause I, and I know, um, I, I, I've only had one tournament so far. It was on the, uh, the Chesapeake Bay where the uh, Susquehanna kind of meets it. And uh, that was my first time ever fishing down there. Uh, it was a kind of crappy day for the tournament. It, it ended up, we had like two hours uh, where it was clear weather, um, but we knew there was raining coming. And then sure enough, I think lines in was at six and like eight thirty, it started raining and then didn't stop raining yeah. the rest of the day. So I managed to get ninth place with one fish uh, a lot of the field blanked. And, uh, I think the, the, the guy who won had a limit, but then the next guy, uh, second place had three fish. And then from there out, I think pretty much everybody else had one fish only. Um,
2: that, that is, that is wild,
1: but it was really weird too. Like, uh, it was the first time I ever fished. Well, not the first time I fished tidal water cause I fished at the shore and stuff. And, uh, but the first time I fished a tournament in tidal water. And so at one point in the morning, I'm sitting there surrounded by bass boats and other kayak anglers. And then all of a sudden they just all left. And I'm like, uh, something I should know.
2: <laughs> and apparently,
1: you know, the tide was changing or something was happening that, that, uh, that thing. But from what I understand, wherever they went, they didn't catch fish there either. So it was very weird. Like uh, it was very grassy. It was like almost the whole place we were fishing was like four foot deep. And then the, the weeds and grass came right up to the top. So like I was trying to fish uh, uh, weightless or, uh, you know, all sorts of things I could think that were weedless. I tried a fluke. I tried. Uh, I'm trying to think of everything else I tried. And after I got so tired of, you know, flipping this grass and trying to pull stuff through the grass and it just there was a lot of that snotty grass, too, where it, it doesn't matter what you pull through it. It gets on there and you're cleaning off. Yes. your bait every time so finally like at like 10 o'clock i was like i'm just gonna go look for something different (laughs) so whether it's depth a different depth or whatever and um ended up like going across this wide open bay to the other shore and i found like a like a resort that had a giant dock that came out from it and the water went a little bit deeper instead of four foot it was like six foot but the most important thing was there wasn't much grass. I was like looking at my graph and I'm like, I can finally see bottom. Like <laughs> my, my graph was like useless in the other stuff. I mean, it oh, was just, yeah, was you couldn't see anything. So I'm like, and so I just busted out a crankbait. I'm like, I'm going to try it. And sure enough, that's how I caught the only fish I caught that day. Uh, nice. was on a crankbait. So, and then it, um, I've been doing a lot of fun fishing too. And it, the thing that stuck out of me in my last two trips was um, I on the river I throw a lot of uh I'm trying to think of the color Z man that I use, it's uh, it's like chartreuse and green
0: uh, uh, hot snakes, hot snakes
1: yes. yes, it's like my go to color. This morning I was out and I threw that for probably two hours. I went out at like 6 a.m. I was gonna try and get the morning topwater bite because I still haven't found a good topwater bite so i threw a popper like first thing for a while and didn't get anything and then switched over to the ned rig and normally with hot snakes on a ned rig i do very well and it was like you know 9 30 and i still hadn't caught a fish but i was seeing a ton of like almost like look like sparkly silver bait fish jumping all over the place and i was like well i do have some other colored ned rigs so i found a ned rig that was a. Uh, it was silver with a, like a dark back, like a gray bl- uh, or black back. Hmm, I'm not okay. sure what the color was, but I switched to that, and bam, I caught a fish. Uh, you know, measured it, took the picture, threw back in. I, I caught five fish in a half an hour, nice. and and um and then it, the bite totally shut off after that. I'm not sure what happened there, but um that color change was really you know i think key to that and the same thing on the i think last i think it was like tuesday i went to our local lake and there on the lake i usually throw a yum dinger that's uh baby bass it's like white with white on the bottom like a cream color with a <laughs> green on the back and i was throwing that for like an hour and not didn't get any bites and i switched to this uh green pumpkin with purple like and that was the change there too i caught like three fish right away so it's it's that's one thing that i've been really you know trying to you know not throw the same thing forever until you know i end up skunking but to you know and especially you know they say don't fish history you know it's good to you know know but you know also be open to to trying new things or
2: right and that's been and and, you know and what you did too is you know, you did what they say is match the hatch, Mm -hmm. you know, that it can also be, you know, real key too, you know, cause like with, with my body of water, you know, I know that it's primarily shad and bluegill. The color bait that I had on is called super bug. One side is green pumpkin. The other side is a black blue. So it's kind of like a, almost like a bluegill colored bait. Mm-hmm. And that's like, that is my go to. And especially in, you know, stained water, you know, you want to make sure that A, the the fish is going to be able to kind of see it. And two, is it going to kind of replicate, you know, what kind of bait it's going to chase after? Because missile baits, the, those back little flaps on there kind of replicate a, um, almost like that bluegill tail in a yes. sense as well, too. So. Yeah, kind of, you know, getting an idea and learning, you know, what sort of bait fish um, and bait fish can kind of be a loose term as well. You know, it doesn't have to be like the little minnows and stuff like that in your fishery. You know, it it can be, you know, the bluegill, it can be the perch, it can be the crappie, it can be anything in there, you know, you're just trying to replicate, you know, what, your target fish could be going after as its primary source of food
1: right and that was another thing that i found that was (laughs) interesting on the susquehanna there's there's so many different bait fish in there that i didn't even know about there's like a black-nosed dace which i had never heard of until i talked to a recent a guide and he was showing me some of the i was like well what what colors do you find that that work well and he had like it was like a almost like a dark purple with yellow and something else mixed in skirt color and i was like what is that he's like oh that's black-nosed dace i was like what what is that and um i went and looked it up and sure enough there's a bait fish called black nose dace i
2: just googled that that is really interesting
1: (laughs) so yeah so apparently on the susquehanna it's it's a it's a a very common bait fish and i had no clue that it was even a thing so
2: uh, the more you learn
1: yeah so very weird but uh so color change was big for me and and another thing that's uh, I, i'm the one thing I'll, I'll have to say i'm disappointed uh right now uh, like last year by this time i was really getting into a good crankbait crankbait bite on the river mm-hmm. and i i cannot buy a crankbait bite like i'm i'm catching almost not like 99 of my fish on the ned rig which i'm okay right. with catching fish but it's <laughs> not the most exciting way to catch right fish and uh i think by this time last year i was i had some topwater bite established i had a crankbait bite bite established uh rattle trap was working this year it's like ned or die you know yeah
2: (laughs) you know i almost kind of feel your pain in that sense too because this time of year i should have been nailing them on the jackhammer by now and i have barely caught a fish on the jackhammer and I feel your pain because I'm just like, I want to catch the jackhammer bite right now. I just, ah! <laughs> it's like, why are they tormenting me right now?
1: <laughs> no, I, and that's exactly, you know, I, uh, I did catch, I think maybe two weeks ago, I caught I two on a blue crawfish crankbait that... um uh, I would watch a Jeff little video where he talked about using a blue crawfish. Is it cranky? the
2: blue one with like the black stripes on it? Yeah. Yeah. I like that one too. So
1: And and so I managed to catch two on that, but uh, even throwing that this morning, I didn't get a sniff. I yeah. usually uh, chartreuse black back is my, my favorite. And I, yes, I tried yeah. that. I, you know, it's just been, I've just haven't found that yet. And, but I, part of that, I I think is you had mentioned about vegetation being different and, um, I know, I, I feel like by this time last year, the vegetation, especially in, in the middle of the river, like usually along the edges, sometimes there's hit or miss areas, but usually the whole middle is nothing but just a lot of grass. Mm-hmm. And yeah. um, this year, it's just not, not as much like that. And, and I, which is weird because, you know, the, uh, I remember listening to a biologist somewhere talking about. Um, the amount the or the how the frequency of grass has a lot to do with the water clarity because it needs sunlight penetration to grow to a certain length. And I don't think that our river has been that, that, like the Susquehanna has been overly cloudy or, you know, that it wouldn't sure. be growing. So, I, and I don't know why one year the grass would be different than the other. You would think it would come up in the same spot every year, but I definitely right. have noticed that, that, that isn't always the case. Like there's places where, uh, like the year before, I'd notice you know a ton, and um, the next year I go and it's it's like in a different place. There are a few spots that it's pretty consistent, but there's also spots where it, one year it's very different from the next. So,
2: mm-hmm. yeah, you know, and as like I was saying earlier too, you know, at Banner, like we are probably closing in at like two foot below normal. Like, there's this area where um, there's kind of, like, two lakes that are right next to each other, and then there's, like, a gravel area in between them. Well, there's this little channel that goes in between them, and usually, like, water will be, like, streaming in between them. Like, you'll Mm -hmm. hear it. You'll see the water going in it. Uh, Last time I was out there, like, it wasn't even moving, like, in between them. And, like, you can see... You can see it's like the, the water tub line. In a sense, you can see where like the water should be and used to be. And it's just it's it's nowhere near. I mean, like even the trees out here today, like the tree, the, the leaves just look like they're just like, you know, um, wilty almost because everything is just so dry out here. I'm just like, oh, we need rain bad out here.
1: Yeah, as much as I know, if when we do get rain, it's going to blow out the river like crazy. I just, I, <laughs> right. I, I. It's the same thing. There's like where I put in, the water is way like I had to drag my kayak extra long, mm. and then the there's a part uh, of the river near me where there's rocks and there's usually current flowing pretty good through those rocks. So where I usually sometimes I'll anchor to stay there, and this morning I was able to just hang out like no no anchor needed and you know it was now luckily that's where i did catch fish this morning so that they were still there but uh yeah it's just it's definitely low and it makes me think back to last year the hobie when that was here and i haven't been upstate yet Uh, we have a couple tournaments upstate coming up in the next couple months and i know last year i couldn't believe how low it was when i went upstate and I'm wondering if it's that low down here where I am, if it's if it's back to those same low levels up there. Because I thought last year was like a fluke, but hopefully that's not the new normal. But
2: Right. Yeah. Yeah. We just don't have the, the springs of uh, the wet springs like we used to anymore. You know, I wonder if this Well, we
1: is- had such a mild winter too, like not yeah. much snow. And so I don't know if that plays a part in it, uh, but...
2: Yeah. Definitely, definitely. But yeah, another thing I definitely wanted to uh, kind of, um, you know, touch base a little bit on too that I've definitely noticed um, this year as well is, um, you know, kind of that that mindset and the, the whole mental process of everything I've noticed. Um, you know, I I'd definitely been out of uh, the fishing game <laughs> uh, a bit, you know, with uh, the surgery last year and everything, too, and whatnot. And, um, you know, the first tournament, you know, I didn't really have, you know, the the worries and, you know, the cycles and whatnot, you know. And then the very first tournament I had, um, you know, down at Newton, you um, definitely had you know I, I definitely got into kind of like that mental cyclone <laughs> as uh you know a lot of uh, other anglers uh can definitely experience you know um it's definitely easy to get into and definitely hard to get out of as well mm-hmm. um you know and it's it's also interesting how catching a big fish can really change your, your outlook on the day too. Oh yeah. You know, but then also just, you know, even the, the way you look at things and the way you go about your day can just, you know, set and make your day as well. I, uh, I, I definitely can make big improvements on that uh, for sure. Um, you know. Same
1: here. A hundred percent. I know, one of the things that I really have tried to, to get better at, and uh, it's that the more I am struggling to catch fish, the faster I tend to fish and some with a Ned rig and stuff that doesn't work. I mean, that, that kills you. Like I'll, I'll, the the more I'm like, Oh, I'll start looking at my watch. I'm like, Oh, I only got two hours left, you know, and I'll, it'll just make me speed up everything. Whether I, I don't check a spot good enough, or I don't, If I make a bad cast, I don't make a better cast back to a spot that looks good. You know, I'll just keep moving, you know, and, and that's been one of the things that I've really, really tried to focus on is, is not getting into that, into that hurry up mode, um, where, where I'm, I'm, I'm just not fishing clean at all. Uh, I'm, 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 my retrieves way too fast, you know, everything about it is sped up. And, and, um, so that, that has been has helped me, but there's definitely still times if I'm skunking that I'm, I'm pushing, you know, and uh, you know, so it's just a, it's a, it's a, it's a learning process for sure.
2: Yeah. And you know, I, I can definitely agree with you on that too. You know um, the two tournaments that I fished too, like if I hadn't gotten any fish within, you know, say the first couple of hours, I would, you know, start making choices that I normally wouldn't have. And now, especially now that I have the motor, like I'd start going to places that I hadn't pre-fished or that I hadn't checked out. And, you know, I'd get in there and start fishing really fast, you know, trying to break it down and, you know, not do anything, go out of there. And then, you know, I'd leave out of there, scratch my head. And, you know, at the end of the day, I'd be like, what are you doing, Susie? Like, stop it. (laughs) You know, and like, I'll, I'll stop and, you know, kind of look back at the day, you know, after the end of the tournament and be like, okay, what did you have successes with? What could you have improved on? And then I'm just like, just, just stop and slow down. Like, okay, don't stop freaking out. If you know, you're not catching fish within the first couple of hours, you know, just do what you know. You know, right. do stick with your confidence. You know, if you're not catching fish within a couple of hours, hey, it's it's okay. You know, I mean, move, you know, cover water, though. I mean, like, that, I know, is a, a strength of mine, but don't do it in such a crazy, like, you know, ho style. Like, don't just be like, Zhoo! you know, crazy like, <laughs> you know, in a sense. Just do it In a smart way,
1: you know, do it in the practical way, you know. And another big thing for me too, kind of in that same vein, is if I do catch a fish, then to also slow down and think about why I caught that fish or what, you know, what what led me to that and, and to try and replicate that and also not go like just to check that area again a little more, you know, instead of just, okay, I caught a fish now let's go, go, go. <laughs> you know, it's, there's a lot. Yes. It's, that's another part of it, which is it's kind of weird because it's almost kind of the the opposite of what, when I'm not catching anything. It's when I finally do catch something to, but to actually take the time and, and not just move on too quickly from that either. So.
2: yep, That and just, I've also You know been really working on just trying to pay attention to you know things happening in the water like if I'm fishing kind of slow if like if I'm waiting for something to sink or if I'm like slow dragging I'm like looking around and scanning the water like is is there stuff popping on the water like if you know there's something up on the edge like did something just like pop out at something or if it's clear water, can I see fish swimming around? You know, I'm trying to look and see if I can see, you know, what's happening too. I'm trying to get better at that as well.
1: That really messed with me too, that tournament. Uh, because in all that grass, it was carp city. And <laughs> you hear stuff oh, jumping all over oh the place. God. And I was like, oh. every time I'd look, and I'm like, ah, oh, it's yellow. It's a carp. And then. Yes it's so fr- like frustrating like but at first cuz we paddled out at 5:30 and it was pretty dark um and i heard stuff jumping and i'm like oh this is going to be an epic day there's you know and then as soon as daylight broke and i was like ah it's all carp
2: that has been like the story of the lake like probably the last four weeks is the shallows have been nothing but Carp city. It just, yeah, and you're just like, is that a bass? Is that a bass? Nope. It's a beeping beep carp. Another beeping carp. And then like you know you get up in the shallow, and then like you don't even know that they're sitting up there. You get too close up to them. And oh yeah.
1: Psh, psh, they
2: splash in. And you're just I, like
1: ah. I've heard them like smack the bottom of my kayak and stuff. Yes. Like-
2: oh, stupid carp.
1: <laughs>
2: oh yeah
1: yeah so it's it's tough it you know because that you know you're trying to read your surroundings but if that's all you see for you know Mm -hmm. everywhere that makes it makes it tough but like yeah today if i you know it and it was weird it was almost like the sun was coming up and i at first i thought i was just seeing like the sunlight glittering on the water and i'm like no and then i they actually started like breaking the surface and i'm like that's that's bait fish okay and uh so yeah definitely interesting but
2: yeah yeah definitely uh definitely some things to uh, look out for improve upon and uh keep your head in the game you know yeah. as i'm you know i next week so i technically have in a sense you could say i technically have three tournaments all in one so I'm doing like an online tournament and then I have, I'm actually participating in two live tournaments. So one's on Saturday and one's on Sunday. They're both on the same lake, which is why I'm doing it that way. Because I'm like, Hey, they're on the same lake. It might as I'm well. Right? Absolutely, you know? yeah. I mean, sure. Why not? <laughs> you know? So one of them, you know, I'm actually a participant and not like staff or anything like that. So that's gonna be pretty nice so like I don't have to be behind the scenes or anything like that. it's it's gonna be pretty nice. you know I thought heck why not you know I'm just gonna go in and just you know do my thing. I'm just I'm gonna pre-fish on Friday. I'm just gonna you know I'm gonna focus on I'm gonna cover some water I'm just gonna figure out a pattern. And then once I figure out that pattern, as long as, you know, that stays the same, that's just what I'm going to do on Saturday. And just, I'm going to make sure that I cover water because I know that that is what has worked for me. I know that that is what is a successful thing in order to catch more fish because covering more water is just, it's more statistically a su- successful thing because i mean you stay in one area i mean yeah if you get a school of fish oh yeah you know, yeah it can work that out can for
1: make you. your tournament yeah but yes
2: yes but i mean covering more water too it can also work out for you statistically as well mm-hmm. but just you know it in my mind i know okay a you know i i just i'm gonna figure out a pattern or patterns you know I I always want to figure out a pattern and then have like, you know, a couple backup things, you Mm -hmm. know, just get, you know, three key. If I can get three key, three key things figured out, if I can get those things figured out, then, hey, I'm good. That way, if something doesn't work on tournament day, I've got backups to figure out. And then if not, then, you know, I'm just like, well, I'm just going to do whatever, you know, (laughs) until it works. I mean, chances are, though, I mean, usually two things will usually work out regardless. I mean, wacky Texas rig. I mean, come on. (laughs) You yeah. <laughs> usually can't go too wrong
1: with those. Um I'm curious, uh like historically in the in the other tournaments that you've uh like directed and stuff, were you how often were you participating as well? Because that was that first tournament that I did this year was also the first time I ever was tournament director. So oh, yeah. th- that was very uh also like in the back of my mind, I'm like, okay, do I gotta get off the water now to go set up the table, you know, oh, for right. the awards and everything? Yep. And and luckily I wasn't judging. We had a, um, another lady that was judging for us. So I didn't have to do any of that, oh, nice. but, uh, but uh, it was definitely in the back of my mind about all the things that I needed to do. Oh uh, yeah. So,
2: Oh yeah. And then, you know, that's a whole other topic too, for itself. I mean, like there's a chat going, your phone might ring. Oh you yeah. Know. Yeah. There, there's all sorts of things you got to get in <laughs> early you know, you got to check
1: people in, all this, all that. Check
2: you know. boards, yeah, yeah.
1: Yep. No, yep. and yeah, and then I had like people messaging me, oh, I, I don't have my catchboard. Can I use this board? I'm like, eh.
2: I have, <laughs> rules, the, people. I have another
1: one in my truck, but I'm also now, you know, I have pedaled away from my truck. So, right. You know. Yeah. But yeah,
2: anywho. Um, no, um, let's see here. I, majority of the season, uh there might be one or two tournaments a year that i participate that i don't judge okay a season so not very many gotcha most of the time i am wearing both in- hats yeah cool yeah so yeah it'll be nice to uh be able to kind of take that hat off and just compete
1: yeah, so yeah. definitely
2: yeah cool it'll be fun well, good. yeah i'm just gonna you know right i'm just gonna pre-fish just get a pattern figured out have some fun then saturday i'm just i'm just gonna tell myself you know what just calm it down just fish just fish how i know just cover water and just fish that's all there is to it
1: i uh, hear you all
2: there is to it
1: Sounds so simple.
2: I know. It always (laughs) sounds so simple. You know, it always does. It always does.
1: (laughs) Oh. Alrighty. Well, uh, I think that was, uh, we covered a bunch of stuff. Uh, I definitely, uh, now Possum Kingdom is on my bucket list. Oh, my God.
2: (laughs) I know. One, One of these days. One of these days. You know, I think they go there about every other year, so what 25 i think they'll be back down there okay so yeah definitely might have to go
1: yeah well i'd say probably worth the trip if, if it's anything like it was yet, uh you know so far so
2: yeah we'll see what tomorrow brings oh right yeah i guarantee somebody will have 200 inches
0: oh, for day goodness. one and day two crazy
2: insane <laughs>
1: Alrighty. Well, uh, guys, uh, we'll close the show here. And, um, I know, uh, we're just getting kicked off with the, uh, June, um, noobs tournament. So congrats to, I I forgot that I wanted to look and see what the name of the person who was, um, standing Mark Mark Mark? van meter. Meter. Yes. But congrats to Mark for winning the, uh, the, uh, may uh, noobs tournament. He had 92, uh, inches or 92 and three quarters inches. So heck, yeah. So congrats. But we had uh, a bunch of people that actually, you know, sometimes we have, you know, uh, a few people that uh, don't catch any fish. There was a few, but um, a, a majority of the, the people did actually put up pretty good limits. I mean, yeah. I, I had 78 and a quarter and I was down in fifth place. So um, that tells you a little bit, you know, there's definitely some pretty good limits caught and um so congrats to mark for that win and um uh june is kicked off i i luckily got out this morning and already got 60 inches on the board so i was happy about that so we'll see how it goes i might be able to put up a half decent uh limit this year or this month although i am going on vacation i'm going to florida and i'm not fishing i'm, I'm a little disappointed <laughs> about that but uh but no we're taking the, my daughter to disney you know as a graduation present so um but uh so that'll put a little dent in my fishing for a week here coming up but uh still a lot of june left so we'll see what else we can do but uh
2: that's right
1: all right guys well thanks again for tuning in for another episode of bass fishing for noobs here on the paddle and pin podcast where we bring you the techniques the tricks and the tips to help you rip more lips you guys have a good night thanks suzy
2: you